Welcome to Blue Collar Cigar. I'm Andy. Hey, I'm Ben. Welcome, guys. Ben, I feel like it's been forever since we've gotten to sit down. It feels like it's been a minute. It is. Uh, You guys know Ben and I are teachers, and we got to enjoy the spring break. Yes. Uh, Sorry about the lapse in episode, but we appreciate you all sticking with us like this. Andy, sorry about the lapse in episode. I'm really not. <laughs> Ben's not apologetic. Yeah, no, not at all. I, I love doing what we're doing, but uh, every once in a while you just need to take a break. And that was fun. Yeah. Well, hey, here at Blue Collar Cigar, if you're joining us for the first time, uh, our goal with this is that we want to try to get uh, cigars that, as Ben likes to put it, punch above their weight. And yes. so we are here for uh, those smokers who enjoy good smoke but aren't looking to spend 15, 20, or as Ben discovered recently, $60 a cigar. $60 a stick for a brand that I recently looked up. And if you're that person, then we need to hang out. Yes, please. <laughs> we accept new friends and new <laughs> But in all honesty, uh, if you are that person, there are some great podcasts out there. Uh, shoot us a line. We'd be happy to recommend some of them to you. But for us, man, we are here for those guys who are like, you know what? When I'm going to spend money on a cigar, I'm looking to shoot for that 5 to $10 range, but I need something that's really going to deliver. And even when we go above that $10 range, Andy, I still argue that they're blue-collar cigars because they're still punching above their weight. 100%, which is funny because uh, for those of you who are just starting with us, look back at our Treat Yourself episode. We yes. had a ton of fun with that. Yeah, we did. And while they were incredible sticks, we're still talking about keeping in like the $20 range. Yes, and that was our, oh my gosh, these are so nice cigars. That being said, though, Ben, look at the reviews on those things. Yeah. They punch above their weight. They do. They absolutely punch above their weight. So, uh, here today, we are going to be looking at now, the... I'm going to interrupt you, Andy. Oh, come on. Are you ready to get into it today? This this episode is going to welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> oh, my God. Andy and I, for the first time in our podcast history, little baby life that it is, we're going to disagree. We are going to disagree. So Ben and I have a regular text going between as we're prepping for episodes, and we were saying some very different things as we were smoking this cigar. Yes, yes we were. And uh, one of us is right, me, the other one. You're going to just repent by the end of it. It's fine. What you guys are going to hear are... you're going to hear a petulant child who's going to continue to complain about things and and not appreciate... Oh my goodness. (laughs) Well, Ben... What what is our cigar of choice in the Thunderdome today? Today we are we are smoking and we've already smoked a couple of them. The Ecuador or the Camacho Ecuador cigar. They are one of their flagship cigars. Now before we get started on this cigar, Andy, we both can agree plenty of Camachos that we like. Yes. So for those who have been following us for a while, you may have said you guys are the same ones who kind of crapped on the opus X. yeah we don't apologize for that no but this is not one we, where we're looking and going we're not camacho guys no no it's not that we're not camacho guys and we got a lot of love for that statement i was expecting us to get just burned at the stake for us throwing uh opus x under the bus i still am gonna say eh not worth the money no not worth near worth the, the money, money. <laughs> i've spent the money and i was pissed off that i spent the money and i think that's what it is ben is there's a group of out there that feel like you can't say anything bad about mm-hmm. the Opus X. Everybody mm-hmm. loves it, but they've spent hard-earned money on it and found themselves going, you know what? I could have gotten three cigars I like for the what I paid for this and just thought, eh. Three, four? 
yeah. cigars that you really like. And again, that's where our brand kind of follows in. We want something that's going to that's going to really really give you value instead of give you hype. Yes. So, for the Ecuador by Camacho. Yes. <laughs> ben is just like chomping at the bit. I'm ready to get to go. at this. Uh, MSRP for this and already we're going to disagree on this. We are going to disagree on MSRP this. MSRP for this comes in at $8.60. Does it? <laughs> now, sources that I look up. Oh, okay. Things like Cigar International and that quote uh, for the size of the Robusto that we're smoking is $8.60. But Ben, in your research, what did you find? I found closer to nine. Um, some people, and, and I looked up a couple of reviews on this because this was a something Andy and I have been having a bunch of fun texting back and forth on because we knew we were disagreeing on this cigar. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't totally insane on my view of this. So I found some people that were kept saying that this was around a $7 cigar, and I could not find that price anywhere. Yeah, and that so that's the funny thing to me is I get where you look up MSRP, and it's not the same as if you go into your local brick and mortar. Agreed. However, <laughs> when you text me $7, I could not find it on anything. No. Online, shops, wherever. I don't know where some of these people were getting that MSRP from, but I'm like... Power to them. Yeah. Now, and I might argue, I'm going to lead out a little bit here, but maybe if I could get it for that much, I might actually be a little more okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. That makes one of us. That makes one of us. <laughs> um, all right. So... For those of you who have not had uh, the smoke yet, I'm going to set up what the profile is in terms of the wrapper and the mm -hmm. filler, and you're going to think, this sounds awesome. And some of you, as you've gotten to know us more, may think, man, this sounds like it would be up Ben's alley. Yeah. And then we're going to give you our thoughts. Um, so the wrapper for this is an Ecuador Habano. The filler is Dominican and Honduran. And so a lot of those typically uh, warm... A uh, little bit of spice kind of thing. A lot of leather going on, which is right up Ben's alley normally. Normally. <laughs> um, in terms of ratings, uh, this has, uh, according to Cigar International as well as Cigar Aficionado, they said it has a well-deserved 91 rating. Uh, quote, this attractive torpedo starts with an upfront punch of coffee and chocolate before taking on touches of sweet graham cracker and molasses. I haven't disagreed. With a review more in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, like Ben said, we smoked this before, but we're going to go ahead and start to get into this now. Um, ben, with the stick you have in front of you, what, what kind of smells are you getting? Oh, it smells delicious to me. It smells barnyard, fresh cut hay. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it has every marker, little funk of a cigar that I would love. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm smelling like I'm getting almost like toasted nuts. Yep. Uh, this is gonna sound strange, but I it's not that I'm smelling Dr Pepper per se, but but you know how Dr Pepper has a variety of flavors. Yep. There's a lot of stuff here. I can't totally put my finger on what I'm smelling. Not that it smells super complex, but I'm just getting a ton of different variety of stuff that I'm yep. not totally sure what it is, other than like. Earthy, little bit of leather. Yeah, okay. I could go with that. Now, Andy, uh, let's go ahead and light these up. And uh, and let's let's give uh, our people a little behind the scenes 
onto how we work normally. We never, we've not yet, for the first time, smoked a cigar. We always smoke one or two, sometimes three of them, before, just because what we don't want is an outlier of a cigar to really skew one view. So when we say, this is what a cigar tastes like, yes, we're telling you what we're tasting live, but we're also telling you what we've tasted before. Yeah, and a prime example of that was when we did the Brasilia by CAO, because the first one that yeah. I had was dry. Was a bummer. Yeah. And I and was shocked. Ben was so excited. He was expecting me to get all this like oily leather. And I was like, dry leaves, uh, kind of lacking, a little hollow. But then when we were smoking them again in the episode, it was like, oh, I'm getting a lot of this kind of flavor. Yeah. So, yes, to Ben's point, this is why we smoke them ahead of time and we smoke them during the episode. Ben, as you get yours lit, I'm going to say the things that I have issue with okay when i take umbrage with this cigar are pretty petty i'm gonna admit that uh the first is we love petty here (laughs) the first is just the whole branding and and like marketing of it i just think this looks kind of i don't want to say trashy but like (laughs) okay so typically it comes in a tube which can be cool except for this whole tube is turquoise no real design and just says Camacho in standard block print. Yep. Just not, nothing to me. It's very attractive. You get it out of the tube and the actual band that it has on it is a giant turquoise sticker looking kind of thing. It's a, a, it's like a little six sided geometric piece. Not little, a large six sided geometric piece. It takes up like a third of the cigar. Yeah. That's all turquoise with just, Tiny print, Ecuador, and a little scorpion symbol. And like, that, I just don't understand that. If I'm thinking of this, and this is Ecuadorian, if you were asking me, I'd go, you could go, if you wanted to keep the turquoise, you could go Mayan. Yep. And have all these crazy designs of turquoise in there. Or, if you wanted to go with the turquoise and the large wrap, you could have all this kind of intricate work. Or maybe take the scorpion and blow it up. So it's almost like you're not even seeing the full scorpion symbol there. Like anything like that would work better. I look at this cigar and not the cigar itself. I look at like the branding on it and I'm just like, this just looks, oh man, people are going to hate this. But like, honestly, I feel like I've seen stuff like this in Walgreens. (laughs) It is. I mean, it's just, it does not look attractive to me. I'd love to tell you that you're wrong. But I can't. It, lo- it looks like a design that someone did on their laptop in Word. <laughs> oh, no. This is, I don't even know if I'd say Word. This was like, this is print shop. Uh, this is early yep. Windows. It's yep. just like, yeah. Yep. I just think, and, and I don't think it would bother me as much if it wasn't. And here's kind of my second, I'm going to be Mr. Petty. Uh, and you've got yours started there. But like, it wouldn't be as bad if it wasn't for the fact that one, you name this the Ecuador. Mm-hmm. That's a big statement. That is a big statement. And two, you're Camacho. Like this, I would have so much more credence for this if this was like if this was a cigar by Corum, right? Yeah. So you're a part of a bigger brand like J.C. Newman, but you're the low end. If this was like Corum's big cigar they were pushing, I'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna give you leeway on that. You're a major brand. You are a big name in cigar. And what's supposed to be your finest contribution looks like this in branding? 
And we know that Camacho can do awesome branding. Heck yes. They have so many sticks that look better. Yes, yes. Uh, I yeah. would argue that all of their sticks look better. And I, I, I'm going to push back and say the tube on a cigar that's not great. Yeah. Like, it, tube to me says elite. Okay. And, and, and maybe maybe this I'm the only person that thinks that. But for me, when a cigar's in a tube, I'm thinking, oh, this is about to be special. So I'm either going to have people that are going to agree with this or really hate me for this. When I first looked at the tube, what I thought is, okay, this looks like a worse version of Macanudo. Because <laughs> Macanudos often come in the tubes. They do. But they at do. least those, they have some design and stuff in there. Yeah, they sell, they sell you. Yeah. Yeah. Not the case with this. Not even a little bit. All right. Well, I'm going to get mine lit. Tell me what you're getting on the front end with this. Okay. So I love everything about this cigar's taste, but one thing. There is uh, some barnyard. There's some hay. There's even a, a little bit of like, like super dried out cocoa for me, but some toast for me. But the thing, Andy, that I can't get out of my head is there's this burned bread flavor that's in the background of the cigar that almost tastes like medicine to me. And it's not the main flavor, but it's a flavor. And it, I, 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 I just don't like it. And it's, it's one of those things, it's like, a, it's like a scratch in my brain that I can't get to. That I, I just, I have a hard time getting over on this cigar. And again, does this cigar taste like burned bread? No, sort of. Um, See, my first concern is I want to know what kind of medicine you're taking. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm genuinely worried for you as your friend. <laughs> See, for me on the first here, uh, I would say medium strength. Yep. Right? And, and I, may, I might be a little generous there because it's really not coming in bold. Now, this comes in there, Be Bold series. Does it really? It really does. Oh, I didn't realize that. Gosh. <laughs> Come on, Camacho. Like, I, as a company, I like you. But what are you doing? Yeah. The, you're naming it the Ecuador. You're, it's, it's being toted as their finest contribution, and they're putting it in a series called The Bold Series. The Bold Series, which is in there. And again, I think we've had their... I've had their double Maduro. I think you've had it too. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's great. What's the uh, barrel... The Barrel age one or whatever. The, they, they have a rum barrel age and a yeah. barrel age one. Those are great. Those are awesome. And I would say those are bold. Yes. And they come out the gate strong. Yes, sir. All right. So I'm getting medium strength at best. Uh, I'm getting some leather, some earthy. And this is probably where you and I most disagree. For me, as I'm drawing on this thing, I'm getting this almost like slight charcoal. Yes. And I like it. Oh, gross. Oh, I like that. I'm like, this for me is one. Uh, when I first started smoking some of these, the weather was warmer, and I was like, oh, this is like I'm around a campfire, not because it's cold, but this is like the weather's warmed up a little bit. I maybe have some s'mores later. Like, I'll, I want some of that charcoal. I like that. So, again, Andy likes eating charcoal. I don't like eating charcoal. So, if you're like, I don't like eating charcoal, then you're probably in Ben's camp and maybe not like the cigar. But I'll say, Andy, here's the funny part about this cigar a lot of people love it. Yeah. Now, okay, I wonder this sometimes. With with major brands. Yes. I wonder at times 
if people uh, almost, I want to say convince themselves, but it's like you you get a little scared to be negative about it mm-hmm. because if a major brand has said, we think this is good, you don't necessarily want to be the guy who's sounding stupid. Uh, agreed. You don't want to be the guy who feels like they're in the vast minority unless you're in a tiny podcast like us. There you go. We can we, say whatever we want. We don't give a crap. We're, yeah. <laughs> which is also where when the Open Sex came in, and I remember when you and I spoke that together, we were so excited. I was so pumped. Like We were so pumped. And literally it was just like, if, if memory serves me correct, in that last third, you and I both considered, like, what if we just toss these and pull out something we like? I remember us getting to the end, and we both went, so can we smoke something else now? <laughs> and that's not a sign of you smoking something awesome. And apparently there are others who agree with us. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> our people. <laughs> well, hey, um, we have a segment of our episode called Cigar 101 that, funny enough, we've gotten some uh, love for. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think within the world of smoking, depending on who you've smoked around, there's certain uh, things either about a cigar or different ways that people go about things that you just never considered. Because if you didn't take the time with you and your friends to ask it, you just kind of go, well, I guess everybody's this way. And so with us, with our Cigar 101, we've kind of been asking ourselves, what are things that maybe we wish we had known when we started smoking or that in conversation we've realized maybe other people didn't realize this? So, yeah. Ben, I'm going to throw this one to you, because uh, I know you, you've researched a little more on this. If I'm smoking a cigar, and it's starting to overpower me, not in the way uh, last week in our episode, we talked about what, what happens when it's kind of blowing us out in intensity, when it's overpowering me with nicotine. Yes. Right? When you feel sick. Yeah. And so I'm getting that little uh, either lightheaded or just... And both... You and I are okay with having a nicotine buzz from a cigar, but this is like, it's it's too much. Like, I'm afraid to get out of my chair because I think I'm going to stumble a little bit. We've, we've both been there, I think, when you feel a little dizzy, a little nauseous, and I hate that feeling. That's when it went from like, oh, I feel super relaxed to I feel like I'm going to throw up. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, Ben, I have a story for this. Okay. Story for this. So... Uh, and I, I might have told this on the podcast before. I apologize if I have. But uh, young Andy, I'm interning at a church. Uh, I'm going to a local tobacco shop on my way to the church because I'm like, I'm going to hang out with some friends later. So I'm going to get some sticks now. So this is in the morning. And the place I go to happens to have a group of older guys there. They were like, hey, why don't you just light up with us? So I'm like, cool, let's do it. I grabbed the MX2 by CAO. Yes, sir. For the first time. That's a big boy. It is. Had not eaten breakfast that day. That thing has a lot of nicotine. It does have a lot of nicotine. I didn't want to be late to work, and so I'm trying to hot box through this thing while enjoying the company of these guys at the uh, tobacco shop. And I go to stand up and almost fell back into my seat. <laughs> and so I'm kind of like, keep it together. I'm shaking hands with guys. Hey, it was so nice to meet you guys. I'm walking to my car. And I remember having to text my uh, mentor, my boss at the time. I was just like, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm going to be a little late. Because <laughs> it was. It wasn't that the flavor overpowered. And I love the MX2. You know this. Yeah. That nicotine kicked my butt. So 
for for our listeners out there, if they're in that situation where that nicotine is really starting to overpower, what do you do? Well, two things. I know people that want to push through and keep smoking hard. Don't. You're not going to ride it out. Once, once you've hit that wall, just put your cigar down for a minute. And the second thing, the cure for a nicotine buzz is one thing, sugar. Really? Yeah. And so what you want to do is you want to eat something sugary, something chocolatey, or uh, something sweet, or you want to drink something sugary, but not necessarily like a, a cocktail. You want to have like a Coke or a Dr. Pepper, and, and, and that really will fix you right as rain. And, 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 it, and it fixes you kind of quickly, too. It's, it's, it's weird. That's so interesting, because I'm thinking of times before when I've had a heavy nicotine hit, and my go-to, like you said, is either to smoke my way through it or, admittedly, that's when I'll grab the stiffest bourbon I can find. Yeah. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, this is going to shock me out of it. Yeah, it's going to be the, um, the the paddles for a heart attack. Yeah, the yeah. defibrillator. Too. Yeah, but, defibrillator. But I guess if I'm hearing you right, because I don't think those bourbons have a lot of sugar in them. Almost none. Am I making it worse when I do that? I think you're making it worse. But... I think that's a lot of our instincts, right? Yeah. Is to either push through and yeah, this will pass or to go, no, 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 and you reach for the thing you're drinking. Yeah. And, in, and instead, what you need is that sugar is actually going to settle your stomach and clear your head a little bit. Okay. I'm thinking now of times I've done this, and it's funny you say settle your stomach because I'm thinking times where I've tried to smoke through or gone for a heavy bourbon... I usually start to feel kind of queasy. Yeah, I like it. Just it, it it's where I kind of go. Well, I guess I'm sitting here for a while longer, <laughs> just because I don't I don't feel good. If I get up, I'm gonna start kind of teetering around. I had a, I had a uh, Andy and I have a good buddy that uh, we were all out smoking one day, and um, he hit his cigar and he was hitting it really fast because he had to go. Went to stand up, sat back down, and he just said, "Well." Looks like I'm going to be here for a minute. <laughs> but that's so true. Yep. It's wild to think of then, like you say, introducing sugar. That is all over the place when you're smoking. Whether it's Cokes you have on hand or if you have some kind of like cookie or dessert kind of thing there. It'd be so easy just to grab that nonchalant, help your body recover, and then you finish out the stick. And then you're good to go. You're right as rain. There you go. Well, it's, it, it's the simplest fix. And that's why... Some people uh, would rather smoke with a Coke or Dr. Pepper. Interesting. So you almost have two, so you get your glass of bourbon, but you keep a a glass of Coke or Dr. Pepper there because you know, especially if you're doing multiple sticks, so maybe that first stick doesn't do it, maybe the second stick isn't super strong, but the combination of the two start to hit you, you've got that right there. Yep. And you're almost fixing it before it happens. Wow. All right, well, hey. I learned something new with this as well. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Hey, uh, if you find it, try it out. Let us know if it works. And we love the feedback too. So again, man, shoot your shot. And if it works, let us know. And if it doesn't work, let us know. We love getting questions from you guys. We've gotten a few. We try to answer them as best as we can. Seriously, guys, thank you. Yeah. All right, Ben, uh, as we're getting down, we're moving through this pretty quick. So I'm getting into the second, third. What are you getting with this? Um, a lot more of the same for me. This stick doesn't evolve much for me. You're looking at me like I'm crazy right now. I mean, 
I'm just sad that you're not picking up on other flavors. You know, that's, <laughs> apparently your tongue is broken. That's fine. I think for me, it's it really is that uh, that that ashy acrid flavor. Ashy. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I, I I have a hard time getting over. It's that it, it uh, it's just in the back of my head, and so yes, there is there's bread flavors that are really good in here. There's pepper on the retrohale that's that's quite good. There is a, a lot going on, but it's that it's that one thing in the meal that I, I can't I can't work my way around. You are you're becoming that kid that has a scab and he just can't stop picking at it. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> okay, that's not the case for me. <laughs> and it wasn't the case where I smoked these earlier, but even now I'm like, no, like I'm getting little bits of cane sugar. Like it's got a little sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm getting like a smoked dark chocolate. So if there was kind of, if you were a mix of, if there was a way to smoke cocoa powder. Yes. Right. I'm getting some of that. I would argue, I think it's moved to more of a light to medium. So I think the intensity has actually gone down a little bit. So in my notes here, I wrote down that not a smoked dark chocolate. For me, I wrote down like a caramel, but it, it tastes burnt. Like like ah. if you burned a caramel. So for you, it's burnt caramel. Yes. Caramel. No. Burnt <laughs> caramel. For me, no. I'm thinking like smoked chocolate. This is ah, oh, this is so weird. You're, I don't. You're getting. You're getting. I don't understand why you are taking a flavor that could be like smoky in a good way, and you're so fixated on this like acrid nature of it. Because it's not smoky. It's like charcoal-y. Not what charcoal gives you, but like you're eating charcoal. And again, it's a little bit of it. It's like if I took a little charcoal and, and dusted it over your sandwich. It'd bug you. No, that's called barbecue, Ben. That's called bark. <laughs> no, you don't We eat, embrace that. You don't eat the charcoal. Speak for yourself. <laughs> this is what it is. You're becoming that person. There's a spot on the rug. And you're scrubbing the crap out of it. And everybody else is like, no, it's gone. You can't see it. You're like, no, it's still there. Yeah, because the spot's still there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and again, you guys might think, man, you're making a really big deal about nothing. But it, it's just one of those flavors for me. Okay, Andy. It's like you and spicy food. Oh, don't even. So, Andy, if you guys don't know, uh, doesn't like uh, pepper or he doesn't like... Any kind of spice, he gets freaked out by it. No, I like to taste my food, Ben. <laughs> if, here's the reality. If I wanted to feel the burn from spicy food, I would take a match and I would put it out on my tongue. <laughs> I could feel the burn that way. In all other cases, I want to be able to savor my food. I want to be able to taste my food. I don't want this overpowering sense of sweat and nose dripping to get in the way of enjoying what I've cooked. Now, some people might agree with you. But they're about to disagree with you. Because, Andy, you've had pizza sauce that's too spicy, right? <laughs> I mean, you're not. You're and not it, it wasn't like spicy pizza sauce. It was a vodka pizza, okay? <laughs> I don't know what they did to the sauce. It, I had been to this pizzeria before. I love their vodka pizza. And then I had one, and it was, it was not enjoyable. It was spicy. <laughs> so... That's it's that flavor though. It's that like if I put jalapenos on something for you. Oh, the I sheer would, smell of it. No, I don't would, do that. Where I would love it. It's that flavor Gosh. that you can't stand. 
Yeah, no. It okay. Yes, I for me jalapeno mm. like smelling it that's absolutely disgusting to me. Oh, it's awesome. Um, but the other one is like buffalo sauce. Oh, I love oh, buffalo sauce. Oh, no. The vinegariness of it just oh. I, nothing about that is appetizing to me. So again, listeners, <laughs> if you like buffalo wings, then you're on my side of this. If you don't like buffalo wings or vodka pizza sauce, <laughs> pretty much the same thing. Then you can, oh my gosh, <laughs> then you can hang out with Andy. That's fine. Y'all can go eat, I don't know, boiled potatoes or whatever people and where Andy's from eat. I could do boiled potatoes, boiled <laughs> cabbage. I'm down with that. Oh my gosh. But here's what's funny. One of the areas that I actually do enjoy spicier food is with like chipotle peppers. Smoked. Yes, because yeah. it's smoky. <laughs> Well, hey, um, normally, at this point in the episode, we do a Ben Recommends. Yes. Um, but we're switching it up a little bit. Yes. Because... We're giving me a break. Yes, we're giving Ben a break. But also, um, if you've been following us on social media, in lieu of our episode over spring break, we decided to do a cigar giveaway. Yeah. And Ben, you can speak to this, because you were actually the brainchild of this. Uh, y'all can thank Ben for this, because for me, I was like, oh, we could give away a stick or two. And Ben was like, no, no, no. This is spring break. We're going to go big. No. Ben, how did you come up with our giveaway? Uh, well, again, because we smoke several of something for our, for our episodes, or we try some stuff out. And, by the way, just because we try something out and it hasn't made an episode yet doesn't mean we don't like it. It just means it hasn't had an episode yet. There is thousands of cigars out there, and we only do this at once a week. So... Um, we, I wanted to do five, two giveaways of five cigars. So we had five cigars from episodes, correct? Yep. And five cigars from uh, us doing some of our research. Yeah. And what are those cigars? Okay. So this, again, if we should have like looked up what the total cost of it is, because this is wild now that I'm thinking this through. So in the episode cigar pack, so one person gets all five of these. We have the... Ave Maria, uh, the Ave Maria, Ave Maria, which is similar to the Ark of the Covenant like we Great. did the episode on. Great cigar. We have the uh, Rock Patel, Florida San Andreas Black. We have the CAO Brasilia. We have the Rock Patel Vintage 1990. One of your favorites. And the Good Life by Brian Destin and J.C. Newman. Yeah, an awesome stick. Sheer cost of those. I'm thinking this through. Because several of them are over ten dollars. Yeah. But if you assume those make up for the ones that are under ten, that's almost fifty dollars worth of cigars. That, oh, that's away. easily fifty bucks worth of cigars. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> All right. So then for the research five pack, where it's like these are ones that we've looked into. Maybe they've made the Ben recommends. Maybe they're ones that we're looking into for future episodes. We have uh, again one of the Brazilian by Cao. We have the Kudzu by Southern Draw. Love that one. We have the Olivia Series V, right? Which is yep. crazy that we're including something that high profile in there. A lot of people love it. Uh, we have the Espinosa. Remind me which one. Oh, the Crema. Crema. Mm. Yeah. One of the best coffee sticks out there. Yes. Easily yeah. top five for me. Uh, agreed. And then we have the Standard Issue by BJ BG Meyer, which some people may not recognize necessarily, but why is that a big deal? Well, it's a cigar that's been touched by Camacho. Davidoff, 
and was put out by the guys from Entourage. Uh, so it's it's a great cigar. It's huge. It's a gigantic smoke. Oh, the gauge is awesome. Yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, those are all great cigars. Right? So again, we're talking about essentially uh, a pack of five a little over 50 bucks worth and another pack of five a little over 50 bucks worth. So in lieu of an episode, we decided to give away $100 worth of cigars. And if you're thinking, that's not a ton, we're two teachers. So that's... That's a lot to us. <laughs> us giving so, away a million dollars. Um, we got several responses to it, and we picked our two winners. And so, shout out to—they're actually in the mail right now, heading y'all's way. Uh, the first is to Trappy J4L. I freaking love the name. It's a great name. I love it. What up, Trappy? Uh, this, my favorite part about this Ben with Trappy is not only did he uh, put the names of two people he thinks would enjoy these in his favorite stick, but then on other posts we did. He jumped in with like, this is super cool. Please pick me. <laughs> we reward effort here, folks. Yeah, we do. <laughs> you comment multiple times. I'm going to see you. We dig the hustle. We dig the hustle. That's exactly what it is. Uh, so, Trappy got the uh, research pack. So, he's getting the Olivia Series V. He's getting the Southern Draw. He's getting the BG Meyer. And then for our episode pack, shout out to Bob Langmaid. Bob Langmaid was one of the early ones who hit up on there. What's up, Bob? Yeah, what's up, Bob? So we got those heading his way. Congrats to you two. Again, I'm just thinking to myself, $50 worth of cigars coming in for free. I'll take that. Yeah, and you guys, uh, smoke them. Let me know what you think. Yes. Let us know what you think. Please. I, I think Ben, that gets thrown out a lot of times by people. It's like, let us know what you think. And it's kind of more of a cordial. We're so serious. Yes. Like, we we really enjoy uh, seeing if people get the same flavors we do or if there's something different. And so, uh, Trippy and Bob, as you guys smoke through those, hit us up. Yep. Let us know what flavors you guys are getting, uh, especially for the ones that are for upcoming episodes. That can give us a metric so we know if we disagree with you or not. <laughs> if we agree or if you're wrong. That's there you fine. go. That's what it is. Yes, that is what it is. <laughs> All right, so Ben, we're getting into this last third here. What are you getting from this thing? Uh, so for me, I'm getting uh, it, it's 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 getting. If I had to pick a favorite third, it's this one. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> God, wow, Andy, why don't you tell me what you're getting before I get totally attacked? And well, no, this is this corrected. is just where like I mean, yes, corrected is right. <laughs> This is where it's crazy to me because typically there's a point in a cigar where you and I are kind of on the same page. Yes. And I thought this is where we were going to get on the same page because for me, the last third of this cigar completely drops off. Really? Yes. And I thought, oh, this is where we're going to agree because we're both going to ah, we didn't like this. But you know what drops off in it? That taste. Yes. And so the, it's not enjoy, not that it's not enjoyable, but it to me, I want my last third to just come in swinging. Yes, it doesn't. And all I want the oils to retract from the cigar. I want this to just be like, honestly, for me, the last third is where it might get a little acrid, mm -hmm. but I'm okay with it. But oily acrid. Yes. Which is which is which is can be a great thing. A hundred percent. To me, this one, it really settles in the, to that light, maybe medium mode. Um, I think it picks up almost a little coffee and cream kind of thing, which. If that were the first third, I'm down with that. Yep. You don't end it with that. Th this, to me, is where, again, I'm not going to crap on this stick as much as you would. 
But this is where it disappoints, especially from a brand like Camacho that has sticks that end so potent. I'm yes. just like, don't don't let up. So I like it because that flavor that I don't like finally goes away, and so I can get into it a little bit. I agree that it drops off, and for me, and boy, we're really piling on here. Uh, <laughs> I know, I realize that. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the one defending the stick, but this is the best I got. Like, like I said, you're going to repent at the end of this episode. <laughs> For me, what I kept thinking every time I smoked the cigar was, what else I could get for nine bucks? Yeah. And so I thought about, even our previous episodes, the Brasilia for five bucks. I'd much rather smoke that. It's consistent. It's kind of in the same vein. It is. But, or I was going to say the, the uh, Florida San Andreas Black. Five dollars, and and so, or I could think of if I spent a dollar more, you're at close to that ten dollar range. I mean, the world is open at that point. Oh, tons. I mean, and I need to see what the MSRP was, but I was thinking if this. So, uh, I'm gonna break off mid thought here, Ben, yep. and say I'm trying to place what vein the cigar goes in. Is this a coffee cigar? Is this a more of a, a smoke with a drink? Is this more of a smoke with food? Part of me wants this to be a coffee cigar, but then I remember things like the Cuban Link, the mm-hmm. Espinosa, the ones that are truly creamy throughout. And I'm like, well, I would rather have those than this. And I think, well, maybe this is a drink cigar. But then I start thinking of even things like the Man of War and other ones that pair with a mm-hmm. cocktail better. I'm like, well, this isn't that. So what? What vein do you put this cigar in? For me? Yeah. None. Mm. Like, it's a, for me, it's a, uh, I just don't smoke this again. And it's because life's too short to smoke something that you're not going to like several times for an episode. Um, so, <laughs> there it is, folks. Uh, no, but, but again, you know what I'd rather, which is close to the same price, you know what I'll take? Mm. Barrel-aged... Bourbon, yeah, by Camacho, by Camacho. Because you know what that is? That's a great cocktail stick. Oh, that's an incredible cocktail stick. Yeah, yeah. Or in they have a Camacho has a just a standard Connecticut, great coffee cigar. I haven't had that one yet. It's great. Really? Yeah, it's a great stick. Okay. So don't hear us crapping on a brand. No love for Camacho, and I, but I think that builds into why maybe this episode feel like we're crapping on it so much. Because we expect so much from Camacho. Yes. Yeah. So in general, I think you can go and most Camacho sticks you find at your local shop are going to be great. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Something about, and I think that's part of why we picked this one for our episode is because it got so much fanfare. It got a lot. We thought, we're like, this is going to be it. This is going to be a Camacho stick that's going to be incredible. And it's part of why Ben and I were texting back and forth because I think we were each looking for the other to kind of say, oh, no, it's actually. It's fantastic. I think for me, if I was finding a vein for it, this is my like warm weather, I'm just sitting outside kind of stick. You know what this would be for me? This would be a, and, and maybe this is an insult, I don't mean for it to be. This is a, uh, I'm working out in the yard stick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's an insult. Like, I, I wouldn't want this in cold weather. I no. want it in warm weather. This isn't something I'm looking for it to pair with something else. No. But if I'm working outside, this I think this is a stick I'm totally fine with. That. If I'm mowing the lawn. Yeah. Because what I don't want, if I'm doing something and, I'm, and I've got a cigar, I don't want it to just kind of die out and get lost. 
And that's actually where I like kind of that smokiness that comes in. I think it, it beats the heat. Mm. Yeah, know. yeah. I hear that. Yeah, so I stay with that. All right. Well, Ben, I do have a question I want to throw your way. Okay. So, I've been trying to check our Gmail a little more. Y'all remember that Ben is more the Gmail guy. I'm more the Instagram guy. But I've been trying to check the Gmail a little more. I love it. And we got this really, really great question uh, from Don Loomis. Which Don? Yeah. What's up, Don? Don welcome back, my dude. Uh, <laughs> this is one of the guys that uh, got on our Ben Recommends segment. Um, and so he hit us up with this really interesting question. So he says, hey, guys, uh, I was wondering if you guys could explain non-banded or factory cigars. Uh, I've seen they're cheaper. Are they still the quality without the advertising? I had one of my local cigar shop. It was a nice Maduro for 8 bucks, which... Don, again, you're falling right in our price range. Yeah. Great job, buddy. Um, I'm new to the lifestyle, about three months in and loving it. Keep what, keep up what you're doing. Thank you, Don. So, uh, Ben, I'm going to throw this your way because this is a little more in your wheelhouse. Non-banded or factory cigars. If you can kind of explain what they are, both in like so that people can see them and identify them in their shops, but also what they are in terms of like what does that mean, non-banded or factory cigars. Yeah. So... Non-banded and factory smoked cigars. Factory smokes tend to be cigars that are on the lower end for that brand. So, J.C. Newman's factory smokes are what? The Corbs. Oh! Okay. Which, again, if you're talking about just a yard work stick or a great stick... That's, I mean, you can get those for four or five bucks. Those are great so, for the price. So I was going to say, and you know this, uh, there's a cigar shop in Middle Tennessee where my in-laws live that we'd go to. You could get a larger than Churchill size Good for $3.50. <laughs> and so I would stock up on them because, again, the tobacco was good. Yeah. Now, granted, the, the structure sometimes would fall apart a little bit. Nailed it. But for $3.50 to get good tobacco, and that's before I even knew they were part of J.C. Newman. Yeah, and so um, you can get a great buy. Uh, so, for example, there's actually a brand called Factory Smokes, and they're just kind of the base level. Uh, lower end is a bad, a bad way to say that. Base level, right? And it depends on the, the brand. Davidoff even has one, and they're awesome. Uh, Room 101 has one, and they're fantastic. A lot, a lot of these brands will have some something like that. Rocky Patel's got them, um, and so they're just cigars that, for whatever reason, they're not going to throw their band on, and they're going to sell them for a little cheaper, and they're great smokes. So I would encourage you, especially for a good Maduro for eight bucks. Like, come on. Yeah. Now, so Ben, when I was first seeing this, and this is where I'm learning as well, what I was thinking of were things like the Lost and Founds. Is okay. that the same or are those different? Lost and Found is, for those of you who don't know, is Caldwell's, uh, Robert Caldwell will call his buddies, and you're talking about a guy that is uber connected in the cigar world. Uh, Robert Caldwell will call his buddies and just say, hey, what do you have in your aging room? And they might have 2,000 of something that they just, it was a one-off that they never got around to, or it was, they banded them wrong, 
and didn't feel like rebanding them or whatever. And so they're cigars from Camacho or from Davidoff or from um, Espinosa that are have just usually got a lot of age on them. And so there's going to be a little more expensive. Lost and Founds are going to be a little more expensive, but they're going to be uh, kind of an experience. Interesting. So similar concept, but different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Where, where unbanded is going to be more your base level ones, like you said, lost and found, similar concept, but those are going to be on the higher side. Of the yeah, that, that's the attic and the other's the basement. Okay. Now, it's funny. I remember uh, somebody once described me, and, and this might be incorrect. This was young Andy who heard this. With quorums, they said um, similar tobacco is used, but it doesn't necessarily have the master rollers rolling it. Correct. Yep. Which is part of why you get that that sometimes loose structure or burn issues yeah. they're not going to burn straight uh, drew estate also has another great one uh they're kind of factory smokes i mean again they're good cigars because anything by that brand yeah the tobacco is going to be great which is where you're getting your flavor from which so so really what it comes down to is if you're okay not having the name brand on there yep if you're okay knowing that some of these sticks may fall apart a little bit as you're smoking them mm-hmm. right which just means you're gonna have to do a little more maintenance as you're doing it yeah you're saving a ton of money yeah they're a great buy now are they gonna be maybe the most complex things you've smoked probably not but again there's a place for that yeah and so i don't always want to smoke the most complex thing there are times where again i was fixing a chainsaw the other day and i i wanted to smoke something and i i really didn't want to think about it like it was just something for me to do and sit back and think about what I was working on, this stupid cheap chainsaw that I bought. Hint, if you're going to spend money on chainsaw, just just do it. Don't do what I did and buy the cheapest. Go thing buy a there. steel. Go buy an Echo. Yes. Just put the money in. Yes. <laughs> I've since learned my lesson. I've had to fix something twice. Um, so, yeah, definitely have their place. Definitely get them. And especially if you dig them. Awesome. Like, uh, there's the guys from the Whiskey Tribe on YouTube. Yeah. They have this rule, and I love their rule. It's They say, it's your whiskey. Drink it how you want. Man, it's your taste buds. Smoke whatever you want. And if you like it, great. And that might be, to kind of wrap this up, that might be the vein where this Ecuador for us fits in. Yeah. Is this is that stick that, assuming you can find them for less than $9, or maybe somebody gives some of them to you, this might be the one that, as you're doing some work outside, you have it there, I would argue it's not going to be complex, even though we disagreed on maybe whether we liked or disliked the flavor. It's not going to be complex. No. The burn is going to be fine. Yeah. We didn't have issues great. with that. Uh, it's from a brand you know you can trust, and that just that's that cigar you have while you're doing something else. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, as we wrap things up here, Ben, I'm going to kick you out of the room. Okay. Because. Listeners, uh, what's coming up here as Ben leaves, what's coming up in our next episode is I get to watch Ben try to figure out what cigar he's smoking. So I have went and grabbed some sticks. Um, I'm taking the bands off of them. And so all it is is just a naked cigar. And Ben's going to have to try to figure out what it is. For you guys, if you would like to smoke along with us, uh, this one's going to be kind of hard to get. Uh, I wanted to get something that's that's tailored a little more to Ben. And so La Barba does something called the one and only. It was a limited uh, run that they did. It only comes in one size, uh, this double torpedo. So it's a big smoke. 
uh, but the flavor is really incredible with it. So if you are able to get one of those, get your hands on it. It is absolutely worth it. Ben doesn't know what it is because he's going to have to guess next week, but I want to give you guys a heads up. Uh, as I wrap up here, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Philia Music. They do our intro. Uh, big fans of those guys. Check them out on Instagram at Philia Music or at their website, philiamusic.com. Big fans of those guys. Also, shout out to Cotton Gin Smokers. You guys know we've talked about them plenty of times. Uh, they put out really crazy cool looking smokers they customize them in all different ways it is very much a set it and forget it smoker uh, you can be doing yard work it's going to get it taken care of and you're going to have wonderful barbecue to enjoy for me i'm andy ben's out of the room thank y'all for listening have a good day